Hey, 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 everybody. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. I'll say good afternoon because I'm assuming, unless we have any Hawaii folks on here, should be afternoon for everybody else. So excited. I'm just going to make sure my settings are right here. Perfect. As people are rolling into the room, if you know that you have somebody that you anticipate being on this call, we're going to be talking about addictive foods today. Ooh, it is a loaded, loaded subject. But if you want to pop them over just a little love, let them know the call is starting. Uh, my name is Laura Hurd. I'm one of the Align Master Coach team, and I am joined today with Kristen Kirsten, who is um, also part of the Master Coach team. And uh, we are going to be bringing you some fire today. So while everybody is coming in, um, I also wanted to, so every week we do a drawing for someone who can earn 50 bucks off their next order. So if you go into our community, and right up here in the featured, if you just scroll over a little bit, there is a big old pink post. Kind of looks like that. It's kind of a pink purple. So if you were to, there's some instructions on here. So if you were to decide to share on your own personal page, tag your coach, and then screenshot it and put that screenshot right here, we draw somebody every single week that gets to win 50 bucks off. So we're going to be actually talking a little bit about sharing today. So it really goes in perfect, but I'm excited today. Um, Amber Ernst, you are our winner uh, for this week. So congratulations, Amber. Um, connect with your coach and uh, we'll make sure that that um, $50 is on your account for, for your next order. Okay. So congratulations on that. Uh, and I actually love, Amber, that you won because you had specifically asked a question today, too, about this call. And oh, my goodness. All right. So as everybody is coming in here again, my name is Laura Hurd. I am one of your Align coaches. I'm joined today with Kristen Kirsten, and we are going to talk about addiction and specifically food addiction. But Hmm, addiction is very, very similar, no matter what the addiction is. And so super excited uh, just to really dig in with you guys today. And while we are getting rolling, I want you to make sure that you have a piece of paper and a pen or something to write with. It doesn't really matter. Grab a crayon. I don't really care. Um, so a piece of paper and something to write with, um, because we're going to actually be doing a short little quiz. No worries. Not going to grade you, um, but we're going to be doing a short little quiz today. Um, that's really going to be talking about your susceptibility to food addiction or addiction in general. Okay. So when we talk about addiction, I don't know how many of you can relate to this. I was actually talking to Kristen about this um, before we hopped on call and addiction is a very real thing, right? I mean, we know um, in society, whether it is alcohol or drugs, uh, painkillers, um, shopping, even exercise, exercise could be addiction, right? So anything that we do excessively um, is considered an addiction. Food obviously is definitely in that category as well. So me, myself, like I, hi, I'm Laura and I have a food addiction, right? Uh, specifically a sugar addiction. Um, and just knowing, like I was really thinking about it earlier today 
And I don't know how many of you can relate to this. There is, you know, a bag of M&Ms or whatever your thing is. There is a bag of M&Ms in the house. How many of you, and I'm hoping I'm not alone in this, is you can't not think about those M&Ms that are in the house, right? <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm not alone. If I have something that I love that is in the house, I cannot stop thinking about it. And prior to program, what it would look like is I would have a handful, right? I can have a handful. That's okay. Well, then I'd go for another handful. And then pretty soon it was like, you know what? Let me just eat the whole dang bag because I'm going to do it anyway. So I might as well just eat the whole thing and then it's gone. And then I don't have to go buy it again. But guess what? I'd go buy it again. Amen. Right. Okay. So I'm not alone. I'm seeing some nods. Thankfully, I'm not alone. And as we're talking about food addiction today, and as we're talking about this, I want you to insert your vice, whatever it is. Okay. Addiction is addiction. And honestly, not proud of this. I used to judge individuals that had drug and alcohol addiction, right? But my food addiction is just as strong. It's just socially acceptable. And so just know, I want you to insert your vice. And what we're actually going to do is we're going to utilize our resources. And this is where the paper and the pen are going to come in handy. Okay. So Kristen and I are going to be pulling today specifically from element 16 of your life book, um, as well as your habits of health book 2.5 and 1.1. Okay. So just make note of that for the reading later. And Kristen, um, while they're finishing getting their paper and pen, you had found some stats about sugar and how much sugar we as Americans actually consume. I, okay, you are unmuted. Perfect. Would you, would you, uh, kind of enlighten us a little bit there? Yeah. Okay. So it's no secret that we eat way more than we should nowadays. Right. And the sugar's in everything we eat. Um, but I want you to take a guess, you know, that bag of sugar that you get at the gro at the grocery store, that's one pound. Take a guess of how many of those the average American consumes in one year. One of those one pound bags, how many, to put it in the chat, how many pounds or how many of those bags do you believe the average American consumes in one year? We got 450, 35, 600. 40, 30. All right. Well, it's not as bad as 400 or 600. Well, maybe, maybe for the average, I don't know. I yeah. Was yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw my comment, but I'm like chocolate stuffed with chocolate covered in chocolate, maybe rolled in chocolate. That's my vice. Like give me the chocolate, All of it. but it's actually 147. No, 156, yes. 156 pounds, 156 bags of those things. That's crazy. And 20 years ago, that number was 47. So way less than half just 20 years ago. And 100 years ago, that number was five. Oh, so I mean, I don't know if you're catching on, but something's changing. And that leads, should we go right into 1.1, Laura? Um, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about that just for a second? Yeah, just really quick. So in your Habits of Health Transformational System book, you will find section 1.1 called It's Not Your Fault. Um, and it isn't. It's not your fault because 
these companies are creating this food to hook us, right? They know exactly what to do to market, to get us to buy this, to become addicted to these foods. And that's why we're here today talking about this because it's a huge epidemic. It's a problem. And just like any addiction, it starts with acknowledging it. So that's what we're here for today. We're going to talk a little bit about it, give you some practical strategies and tips to overcome it and to just be cognizant of it going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we're going to get into the little quiz and what we're going to do is Kristen is actually going to read 10 statements. Okay. What I want you to write down on your piece of paper is I want you to write down rarely, occasionally, and daily. Rarely, occasionally, and daily. Okay. What you're going to do is Kristen reads each of these statements. You're just going to put a little check mark. Don't go thinking about it. Just do your instinct, right? Because y'all are smart and you know how to answer the questions right. <laughs> but I want you to go with your gut instinct and be honest with yourself. The more honest you can be with yourself, the more you will have lifelong change. Okay. So what you're going to do is um, Kristen's going to read the statement and then you're going to just put a little tally mark that that happens for you rarely. It happens for you occasionally, or it happens for you daily. Okay. Does everybody get it? Okay. All right. Hold on. I'm going to write, I'm going to write it too, because I'm going to do it right along with you and see how I'm actually doing. Okay. I should do right, it a different colored pen. Okay. So number one, I find it difficult to control how much I eat rarely, occasionally, or daily. And also this can be insert your vice. You know, maybe it's, I can, find it difficult to control how much I shop. I find it difficult to control how much I drink. It could be any one of your addictions because a lot of people struggle with addiction and there's no shame. It just, it is what it is. And it begins with talking about it. So insert anything. Number two, I crash in the afternoon and have trouble waking up in the morning. Number three, I have cravings for specific foods. Number four, I suffer from moodiness, headaches, or fogginess. Five, I only eat a moderate amount of food, or when I, sorry, when I only eat a moderate amount of food, I am not satisfied. Six, I feel guilty after eating. Seven, I spend a considerable amount of time thinking about food. Eight, I eat even if I'm not hungry because I crave specific food. Nine, I eat large amounts of food and feel powerless to stop. And 10, I crave carbohydrates like pasta, bread, white rice, or desserts. I want you to go ahead and add up how many in each column. So how many did you have under rarely? How many did you have under occasionally? And how many did you have under daily? Perfect. And so if you had, um, 
more than six under rarely, you have a low susceptibility to addiction. If you had more than six under occasionally, you had a moderate susceptibility to addiction. Remember, just whatever your vice is. And if you had more than six under daily, you have a high susceptibility to addiction. Okay. I remember the very first time I heard this topic and how much it impacted me and how much my mind was blown with understanding addiction and how much, again, just how much it expanded my brain. And so right here is when I want you, if you had in the, um, the moderate or the high, especially the high susceptibility, I want you to take a breath. Okay. There is no shame here. And we're all more alike than we are different. Okay. I want you to remember that you do not need to be fixed. There is nothing wrong or bad about you. Okay. And I want you to remind yourself of that. I will say, first is the awareness and then begins the work. And that is where, that's where the power comes in. As Kristen was saying, it's not your fault. All right. Our brains are literally wired for this. And Kristen's going to try popping a, a visual in the chat as well, but it actually shows up pretty good on my screen. Do you guys see that? So this is in your Habits of Health book on page 241. Do you see how similar those two brains are? Okay. This brain right here is a brain on cocaine. This brain right here is a brain on sugar. Do you actually see that the brain on sugar is more lit up than the brain on cocaine? How crazy is that, right? It's a real thing. And as Kristen was talking about as well, is in your uh, life book, it actually talks about insatiable hunger, leptin. It talks about some of the physiological aspects of this. It talks about cravings and addictions. And I want you to know that sugar and addiction is a neurochemical cocktail for your brain and it craves it. And the joys of addiction is that you get that craving, right? And then your brain wants more. And then pretty soon it wants more of more. So that way it can keep lighting up as much as it wants to. Right, because the more of the sugar that you eat, your brain starts to, or your body starts to adapt. So you need to eat more of that to get the same pleasure that you were getting before. So you just mm -hmm. keep eating more and more and more to get mm -hmm. the same pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. So here, 
this is where we get to start retraining our brain and telling ourselves a different story. Okay. Our focus is to learn to live, to eat and not to, uh, sorry, let me re-say that to <laughs> eat, to live and not live, to eat. Okay. That's what our focus is. And that's what our goal is, is learning what does my body actually need for fuel? Not what my brain is telling me I need, but what does my body actually need? And when we eat to live, we know that our body sure loves the good, healthy stuff, right? We feel better. Our brain is clearer. We sleep better. So we know that. When it comes to addictive tendencies, most, I don't ever want to say all or everyone, because that's very limiting as well, but most people have some sort of an addictive tendency. And really what your first step is, is one, recognizing it for yourself as we've been talking about, but also there is a courage and a freedom and sharing that with someone. So whether you're sharing it with your coach in our community, a close friend, a medical professional, whatever will serve you is really, really important for unlocking and unleashing that grip that it has on you. Okay, so find your people. We obviously know that we're in a really, really stellar community. Um, and we're all here working on healthy habits, right? And so if you're comfortable sharing in there with your coach, that's great. Um, but just know that we're all in this together. The beautiful part is, is that we have a community that's built right into this program. Uh, and the awesome part about it is that community never goes away from you, which is, um, I'm very thankful that we're not five and one coaches. We are health coaches and we are here, whether you're on the five and one or not. Okay. Cause we're all here for health. So one of your biggest, um, strategies for helping yourself through and understanding this is one like we said, surrounding yourself with a positive community. Okay. After this call today, after the, the coaching part of it, we're actually going to be going into what it looks like to share this with people. Um, and whether you become a referring client or a uh, coach to help guide your friends and family, it actually really plays really well into this topic. Um, and so just plan to stick around a little bit after this call. I'll let you know when we're going to go into that. Um, but community is such a huge part. It's also going to take hard work, all right? And when stress happens, guess what? Those, uh, those cravings tend to come up a little stronger, don't they? I know mine do. You know, stress, tiredness, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. This is another thing. I want you to write this down. My future is not defined by my past. Those old habits of yours, they're not who you are. And as Kristen was talking about, it's also not your fault. Welcome to the human experience. And we get to learn and understand our brain. 
And I will also tell you that if you could be addicted to something that doesn't serve you, you can also flip your script and you can get addicted to health. And that sounds amazing, right? Okay, so a couple other things that you can do. If you are not one that has opened these books, please do. They're right there for you. There's a lot of good stuff in here. It was actually really funny at convention last year, Dr. A was talking about the life book and he's like, guys, I added a whole bunch of pictures. I wrote in really big font. In fact, I couldn't go much bigger because you see how thick it is and then nobody would open it. <laughs> but it's a really easy read. Doesn't take a long time to get through a page, all right? Doesn't take a long time. So open your books. Um, also, um, in your in our client page at the very top, Kristen, would you, are you able to show it the, the top of the page where the podcasts are? Do you have your phone handy? Yep. So in the very top of the page, there is actually also a link that has links to a whole bunch of YouTubes about all of these fancy elements, right? So if reading's not your thing, guess what? You get to get stuff in your brain a different way and that's okay too. All right. But honestly, you can also go to YouTube and just Google Optavia Habits of Health. You can even Google Optavia Element 16 and just go ahead and start a listening, okay? Um, yep, we also thank you, Ashley, for bringing that up. We have our podcast where these calls are uploaded um, and those are great for being in the car as well. If you are one that has a high susceptibility, and that was me, I was actually very happy. My high susceptibility has decreased because I've been doing this work for three years. So it can change. If you are one that has high susceptibility, I would highly encourage you to consider coaching. One thing that it's going to do is that it's going to increase your own resolve in dealing with this brain. Okay. It's also going to up your accountability. That was actually why I started coaching was because I knew if I was teaching somebody else that I was going to know it and understand it better. And if you're brand new on program, I don't want to scare you away, but you only have to be one day ahead of your client. Okay. I have news for you. If you related to this at all, you have friends and family that are miserable. They may not want to admit they're miserable, but we also know in our world, I've seen some different stats between 74 and 78%, not quite sure what the accurate stat is, but somewhere in the mid 70% of Americans are overweight or obese. And that number is increasing. You heard Kristen, how much sugar we consume on an annual basis. Holy man. And it's gone up three times in the last 20 years, where the heck are we heading? No, we're good. All right. Does anybody have any questions, comments, anything? Kristen, do you have anything else to add? Um, let me look here. 
just a couple of more couple more practical tips when it comes to dealing with these these things you know that come up in life is really focusing like Laura said open up that book get your mind in there because that's really where the real transformation takes place and also in doc, um your habits of health book in uh, section 2.5 you're going to find Dr. A's color coded um system so basically he breaks down all the food that's that's there right and he labels it with colors that are very easy to understand and if you stick with the green sections you're good to go for life of course you're going to have reds occasionally right because it's life and that happens but if you for the majority of your life stick with the green stuff you are you're going to be golden you're going to be healthy you're going to be loving life um so check out 2.5 in your habits of health another thing you can use often is stop challenge twos you're going to hear us talk about that a lot because it's a really great resource that anyone can do at any point you don't need paper you don't need pen you just need your brain just stop think about what you're about to do challenge the thought and then make a decision just giving yourself those couple of seconds or minutes whatever it is to really decide whether it's um, aligned with your health goals or not is is sometimes enough to deter you from doing whatever it is you're going to do, whether it's shopping or drinking or eating, whatever it is. Um, and then another one is find healthy alternatives. Okay, so like I said, chocolate, 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 chocolate. Something that I've found that works for me really well is these little sugar-free jello. They're refrigerated by the yogurts. Like one cup is 60 calories, it's sugar-free, and it completely satisfies my craving for chocolate. And I have, I'm not even embarrassed to say I like have one every night. <laughs> and that's perfect because that's way better than what I would have had previously. Like my husband and I would run over to Culver's and I'd get ice cream like two, three times a week. And that's definitely not healthy. So find something that works for you, that helps you feel pleasure and that is serving your health goals moving forward mm. um just remember that nothing tastes good as good as being healthy feels mm. being healthy feels amazing when you reach your goal weight or even just losing some of the weight it's not just the number on the scale that makes you feel good. It's your whole body, how your body is operating. And when you get to that goal weight and it's operating at optimal health, you are you just feel good. And that leads into wanting others to feel the same, which is why we're going to roll this call right into a coach, coach explore call. If you want to find out what it looks like to maybe help a couple people, help a lot of people, because guess what? People need it. People are watching you. People are, they want to ask, but you haven't said, ask me. People will ask. If you put the offer out there, People want what you have. You're on program. You know that it works. And we also know that people who stay in community have a way higher success rate of keeping that weight off and maintaining that healthy lifestyle than those who just disappear after they reach their goal weight. Hmm. Wonderful. Well, you guys, thanks for sticking on with this. If you have any questions, please pop over to your coach. And, um, and again, we're just an open book, but otherwise we'll see you guys next week. And happy Tuesday. All right. Bye everybody.